Lovely, Mark. Lovely. Very nice. Um, good evening. Uh, coming from uh, we're at uh, the Gypsy Hill Hotel. Uh, this is a podcast, a regular podcast, um, Jazz Conversations. And with me are the co-hosts, Coach York on drums, Al Swain drum bass. And we have a superb guest, a real great, great musician, Mark Bassies, uh, playing trombone. Thank you, Craig. And uh, really nice to have you here. We're doing the concert later on, which would be great. Um, so how did you get into jazz? What what was kicked off that interest? What got me into jazz? Well, uh, uh, as a, a teenager, I guess about uh, 14 years old, uh, if I tell you I'm 58 now, the those viewers who are good at uh, working things backwards will know <laughs> when that was. Uh, but yeah, my mid-teens, when most of my friends were listening to uh, Led Zeppelin and Yes mm. and bands like that, uh, I was listening to... Kenny Ball and his jazz men yeah. on the radio. Lovely. And uh, a bit of uh, bit of Ackerbilk. And I also used to enjoy listening to uh, uh, the BBC Radio Big Band, which oh, was great. Often on the radio. Yeah. So uh, that, that was kind of what used to turn me on. And I used to, I just love the sounds. And of course, uh, it's no accident that trombone is featured in all of those ensembles. Very much so, yeah, yeah. Well, I knew, I knew John Bennett very, very well. Yeah. Well, I never knew him personally, but yeah, I, did, I heard him a few lovely times. Yeah, wonderful yeah. player. Yeah, good player. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, so that's uh, where it started. Great, yeah. So uh, were you obviously formally trained classically and so on, or did you...? No, not really. I, uh, I learnt at secondary school when I was 11 years old. Mm. I had a, uh, a wonderful uh, brass teacher who got me going on the trombone. Mm. Um, but uh, I most of... Uh, most of the time, I, I think I had lessons for about three years, yeah. uh, and then I, I, I just kind of did it on my own, really. Great. Lots of great input from different people along yeah. the way. Um, a wonderful man called Brian Booth, uh, who's a, a fantastic drummer uh, and uh, a great educator, uh, and uh, he he gave me a, a real kickstart as well. So, oh, that's uh, good. Brian, if you're listening, thank you very much indeed. <laughs> so that's that's good. So. So you at 14, you're in secondary school. Did you then go after secondary school into mu- do a music degree or anything no, like that? No, I didn't. Um, I uh, was doing music on my own through yeah. secondary school. Mm-hmm. I had my own um, band when I was about 16. With right. uh, uh, It was quite hard to find other 16-year-olds who wanted to play jazz. So I ended up with a maths teacher uh, and <laughs> I think a geography teacher. Uh, came in uh, and uh, joined my band. So there's, oh, excellent. there's this cheeky little 16-year-old with uh, two yeah. teachers in the band. So excellent. that was pretty cool. I hope you but gave no, them. I didn't go to, to music college. I actually did a degree in linguistics, Ooh. structure of language, right. which okay. um, possibly did me no good at all. <laughs> I enjoyed my three years <laughs> at University College in London. Yeah. It was an opportunity to move from my hometown of Nottingham Right to London, okay, yeah. and there were a great many opportunities Excellent. to play with different bands. Uh, I used to play with the City Lit big band, with right. the wonderful Olaf Vass. Oh yeah, no Olaf. Band. Yeah, yeah, there was also great. another band run by Kathy Stobart. Yeah, well she was down here for a number of years. Of course, Axminster, that's of where course, she was based. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I know Kathy or knew Kathy. So yeah. both of those two were very uh, uh, influential and oh, uh, encouraging to me at an early stage. 
Excellent. Yeah. So who were your early influences? Who were the guys on trombone that, that inspired you to play? Well, uh, one of them would have to be J.J. Johnson. Yeah, uh, right. But I probably got into him more through listening to Stan Getz, yeah, uh, yeah. who I'm a, a great admirer of as well. Mm. Um, I enjoyed J.J. Uh, Johnson for his facility and ability Fantastic to move guy. around the instrument. Yeah. Um, it's taken me quite a while to catch up on some of the earlier trombone players yeah. Um, yeah. who I now um, think are just amazing, a wealth oh, yeah. of uh, um, richness, the sounds, the different sounds. Yeah. So one of them would have to be uh, Jimmy Nepper, of course, yeah, with the Lamingus Band, player, yeah. amazing player. But uh, Jack Teagarden, oh, uh, as well, T. some of those early recordings. Um, he was astonishing, wasn't he? Yeah. He, could, he could do anything, couldn't yeah. he? His technique and sound were just... Yeah, uh, wonderful sound. Very yeah. inspiring. Yeah. yeah, good all-round player, wasn't yeah. he? You know, he could do the bop stuff as well as yeah. uh, kind of... Yeah. The earlier stylings. What about people like Tommy Dorsey and that never? Tommy Dorsey, I uh, have always admired for his yeah. ability to play the trombone. Oh yeah. It's not a style that I have uh, uh, um, attempted yeah. uh, to play. Uh, mm. uh, it's an extremely demanding style yeah. uh, to play with that amount of control. Uh, the stories are about Tommy Dorsey that he'd be locked in his room for hours and hours and be practicing his long notes and his vibrato, mm. which of course mm. was a big part of his style. So. Um, that's not not a style I shall be uh, attempting to emulate this evening. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not compulsory. Not compulsory. No, it isn't. No, you don't have to do that. So, from that, so you were getting into bands in London in your late teens and so on. And where where did it take you from there? Where who who else did you perform with, and what other groups? I had uh, an opportunity uh, quite early on to play with uh, the National Youth Jazz Orchestra. Great. Uh, yeah. With Bill Ashton. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it was through Nigel that I met Mark Nightingale. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, which was yeah. uh, obviously a, a lovely, lovely person mm. uh, to have met. He was um, considerably younger than me, uh, but very encouraging, really encouraging. Uh, also, Dennis Rollins mm. uh, was in the trombone section at yeah, that time. Yeah, of course, yeah. Another, another very uh, fine trombonist. Uh, and both uh, good mates of mine now, which is, is uh, lovely. Um, I also had some opportunities to play with Loose Tubes. Oh, which yes. Which was the uh, more yeah, contemporary... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that must have been fun. ...so-called youth band, although there were some uh, older youths in that mm. band. Mm. Uh, so I, I guess I was lucky because I had opportunities to do a range of different styles. Mm. Uh, it was a good opportunity to uh, get uh, one's reading together, mm. lots of jazz musicians talk about, oh, I can't read very well, and reading isn't the be-all and end-all, it's playing the music that counts. Yeah, of course but it's it a useful skill, and it, it makes is. one uh, employable. Mm. Uh, so uh, I think if one can read reasonably well and improvise, mm. it means you can cover a lot of bases. Yeah. And uh, I had opportunities to work at both of those areas, if you like. That's good. Uh, so you did so big band work, a lot of big band stuff? I did time. quite a lot of big band stuff. Mm. Um, later on, uh, I had uh, the great pleasure of playing with uh, John Dankworth's big mm. band a few yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, great. Um, and also with Mike Westbrook's band. Yeah. Uh, I played uh, with Mike Westbrook's band in the 90s. Okay. Uh, and then um, later on, um, I was going to say this century, uh, again with Mike, which is where I met Coach for the yeah, first time. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. He's, he's doing ever so well, isn't he? So. Yes. 
a mere youngster at 80, 84, is it? Coach, 84. It's incredible how he keeps going, and he's got a sensational band now, hasn't he? Yeah, Yeah, really good. Yeah, yeah, so that's good. Should we play another number? Let's. So a ballad this time? I thought we might have a go at Body and Soul. Body and Soul, lovely. Body and Soul. Thank you. 
Beautiful, Mark. Lovely. What a great tune that is. Oh, isn't it? I love that tune. One of my, one of the Should greatest. we play again? Yeah, let's do it backwards. <laughs> backwards? Yeah. Standing on one leg. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so what are the, the things you're involved with now? Are there particular projects that you've of your own that you've, you're doing? Uh, at this very moment in time, mm. no. Uh, but some projects that I've been involved with uh, recently, which yeah. are, are still uh, very dear to my heart, um, I moved from central London down to Brighton yeah. about uh, 16 years ago, uh, which was a, a good thing. I've, I've enjoyed being there and right. uh, met some lovely musicians down yeah, there, some, good ones. Uh, some very fine players. Yeah. Uh, and um, after I'd been there for a little while, I thought I'd like to do something with some of the characters around. And I put together a quintet Double playing the music of Count Basie. Wonderful. And uh, I have to be honest, this was me wanting to do something going back to my childhood. Yeah, yeah. And I mentioned, you know, as a 14-year-old listening to the radio yeah. and uh, listening to a lot of um, swing music, mm. uh, and uh, particularly on Radio 2, yeah, yeah. Uh, as well as the kind of the, 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 the Kenny Ball and the Dixieland things, yeah, a lot yeah, of sure. great swing music. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, Count Basie always did something for me. Yeah. I have to say, I do like Duke Ellington as well, course, uh, and yeah. a great many others, you know, but uh, basically I felt an affinity for, and uh, I had played so many of the great Count Basie arrangements yeah. in the various uh, youth big bands. I mentioned yeah, Olaf Vass sure. and Cathy uh, yeah, Stobart and uh, different groups like this playing swing music. Yeah. So I thought, I'd love to have a go at playing Flight of the Foo Birds, and oh, yeah, Corner Pockets, yeah. and some of these that's tunes. Um, but of course, they're, they're big band pieces. Yeah. So I set about creating some small band arrangements right. using the lead lines and the, the basic harmonic structure. And often the entire structure of the arrangement, which basically meant trying to play a whole big band with, uh, with just two front line. Uh, trombone, good. tenor sax. So uh, I enlisted the services of a wonderful saxophone player called Simon Savage, who's right. based uh, on the South Coast. Yes, um, name I've come across. Simon Savage. Uh, and uh, uh, the piano skills of Terry Seabrook yeah, uh, in the, in the uh, bassy chair. Yeah. Uh, and uh, originally we had uh, Dave Whitford on the double bass. Yeah, yeah. Great uh, and the drummer uh, for these recordings was uh, Ron Parry. Ron Parry, yeah, yeah, uh, wonderful, wonderful drummer. Uh, who's still based in, in Brighton. He doesn't yeah. play now, uh, right. but uh, yeah. he was uh, playing a, a, a storm, I have to say. Oh, wow. Uh, and uh, yeah. I put together this uh, quintet, uh, and I needed a name for the quintet. And some of you may have worked it out already or see it coming. I thought, wouldn't it be hilarious to call it Bassy, which is my name, yeah, plays Bassy. I like that. Which is his name. That works very so well. So we had for a me. quintet called Bassy Plays Bassy. Brilliant. Playing lots of the bassy swing numbers, uh, and uh, that was something um, I did for quite a while. We we, we made a, yeah. a a record of all of that, uh, and oh, great. Um, You've got sadly that, with that you group tonight? is no longer uh, around. Um, they are not in my back pocket. Oh, they're shame. under the bed. Oh, Prop, oh dear. Propping it up. Oh dear. Yes, I need to yeah. do that. Yeah, so I would. Yeah. If anyone's desperate to get hold of a copy, they can we'll find me. I have touch. a. And you could root presence, round under so the bed, couldn't you? They find could them. indeed, yes. Excellent. That's good. So anything currently that you're working with? Any th bands that you particularly... There are a num number of things? groups. Number of groups. There's uh, an octet 
uh, playing the music of uh, Charles Mingus uh, with a, a group of uh, musicians from the uh, Brighton area, Lovely. which I enjoy very much. Mm -hmm. uh, that's a, a, an, ongoing, uh, an ongoing group. Mm -hmm. uh, and I do a lot of uh, guest spots now, uh, just as a, as a soloist, Good. which I have to say uh, I enjoy very much, mm. especially when it's a band like this one. Ah, you see what I did that. there. Yeah, I like this. You can certainly come again. Hey, I can come again. You can come next month if you like, <laughs> really. <laughs> well, it's been really nice doing this uh, small sort of podcast uh, setting. Um, thanks so much for doing that. And thank Pleasure. you to the guys, Pleasure. Coach York and Al Swanger. Thank you. And we're going to finish with... A bosser, aren't we? Is that right? I think I thought we might finish with "Oh, oh lady, lady, be good." Be good. Oh, that lady, is, be good. Of course, we did. Yes, in, in the, the key, key of G, G, I believe. Yes, no. lovely key.
Freight plane. Looking forward to the gig later. You'll be listening to Jazz Conversations coming here from the Gypsy Hill Hotel in Exeter. Thank you very much. Awesome.